Welcome to the exclusive, luxury, best-in-class, 73rd episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your CEO, CFO, MOD, POD, NPC, Paul. And with me here in the office, growth hacking the media presence with her magic bullet, it's Katie. Katie, how you doing, Katie? I just rolled a nat one, yeah. so I missed you with that. So you're not doing so good? Yeah, no, not That's doing fine. so hot. That's fine. Also, running it up the flagpole to the higher-ups on the 51st floor and streamlining the tailwinds with his tiger team, it's Dan. How's it going, Dan? I am the top floor, Paul. <laughs> That's good. If you don't That's use the word hear. synergize in this intro, it's fake. <laughs> uh, I don't think I did. <laughs> Coward. Sadly, the Game Changer Employee of the Month contender, Kent, can't be here today because he is creating a dialogue with our outreach tech guru to rebrand our culture fit. But... Bringing it to the table on the bleeding edge of the hyper-local sociability project, it's Leonard. How's it going, Leonard? It's going good. You know, I'm just becoming part of the elite superior race, and someone is mad about that. So, yeah, it's good. Feels good. All right. And, of course, our, what was that? Feels good to have privilege. Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> And of course, our newest NPC Jeremy is here today, teeing, uh, teeing up. <clears throat> our newest NPC Jeremy is here today, teeing up for a takeoff pitch meeting that's due by end of business. How's it going, Jeremy? Uh, how's it going, guys? I'm surprised I'm back. I'll be honest with you. We are too. So we are going to be doing like we do every single week, talking about what we uh, uh, do every single... <laughs> this is what happens when What's we're off. On? This is what happens when we're off for over a month, What's wrong okay? With you? I rolled I'm a nat breaking. 20 immediately after that nat 1, so come on. I, I'm on top of things. I am breaking, clearly. Yeah, one month and Paul forgets how to use his mouth. <laughs> we will be I can assure you he hasn't forgotten. <laughs> okay. We will be talking uh, about what we have been playing. Of course, we have some news. Uh, we missed a lot of news, but we won't really be covering the stuff that we missed because it's boring and outdated. And then at the end of the, the show, of course, we're going to be talking about the only thing that matters in video games, executives. Yeah, it's been a little while since we were uh, on mic all together. I want everybody to say hi uh, to the new and improved NPC podcast um, because uh, we need it at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm just so out of it. I haven't been on mic in this sort of situation for a long time, and I'm just really happy to, to be back. And uh, uh, it's been uh, a tough 2021 so far, uh, but hopefully... Uh, we can we can get back in the seat and uh, get going. But I will start the show, as I do every single time, asking people what they have been playing. Dan, I want to start with you because I haven't talked to you in uh, quite a while. Uh, Dan, I want to know what you've uh, been playing, but I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. Right, right now. I'm going to tell you this. If, if you say you've only been playing Black Desert Online... I'm going to be very disappointed in you. I haven't talked to you in over three weeks. Yeah, well, you know, the thing about 2020 and 2021 is it, it, it teaches you to be prepared with uh, disappointment, Paul. So, uh -huh. you know, okay. definitely keep that in mind. 
<laughs> okay. I, I will. I will say I've uh, reached soft cap in uh, BDO, so I've uh, tried all my gear. I'm full boss set. Like it's 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 legit. Dan, to your credit, there aren't a lot of games out right now, especially new games. Yeah, I and mean, this is what I called last time. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. To be fair. Um, but there are other games other than Black Desert Online. Did you know that? No, I, I still have yet to see any other games. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I, I, I hazard to ask this. What, what have you been doing in Black Desert Online? Uh, well, so the way, you know, most RPGs work, you have to grind up for gear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I had to get the highest tier gear i could get so i wasn't basically getting destroyed by everything video is a hardcore grind fest so you have to be able to have the stats to you know go into the end game i have just reached end game okay um so what's there to do now do you have anything else or are you done now uh now i get to actually do pvp so that's kind of what i've been doing Uh uh-huh so I, I, I get to like kill people and well, get killed. Okay. Um, that's fine. We're just going to move on from that. Cause now I'm depressed. Uh, cause you haven't played any other game. Uh, Katie, I, I did think about playing ghost of Tsushima. You, you thought about playing ghost of Tsushima. I thought about it. Yeah. yeah. It didn't happen though. Couldn't, couldn't break yourself away from uh, black desert online. No, I had horses to train. Yeah. Needed to, long. needed to grind out those horse levels. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little bit sadder. Katie, let me know. What have you been playing? Should I uh, queue up the uh, the Destiny Corner? Are we uh, we doing this? No. First episode? No? No. Okay. I actually haven't played Destiny very much in the last few weeks. Wow. Even though there's a wow. new season out and everything? Uh-huh. Wow. What's up? Um, I didn't get the role I wanted on Hawkmoon um, the first day that I that the season came out and I got mad at it and I said fuck this try again later and later just turned into two weeks okay so that's fine I still haven't gotten that role (laughs) (laughs) I'm really mad at the game right now okay and then palindrome is back and I want it but you can only farm it so many times in a week and even then like some people have had to farm it like 72 times to even get one drop and I just don't know that I have that kind of dedication in me for palindrome. <laughs> so okay. anyway. Um, what else have you been playing then? Well, see, okay. Going off of what Dan said about 2020 and 2021 and how you should just be prepared for disappointment. I think there are some things you should understand about me as a person, you know, after four years. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly in that I am a sad creature who relies on certain comforts and so at times in 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 turbulent times especially people will go to the thing that brings them comfort i'm replaying knights of the old republic there's nothing wrong with that i mean granted we've all replayed Knights. i've replayed of the old it Repu- twice in the last month okay well that's that's excessive <laughs> but i mean we've all done that we've all gone back to knights of the old republic and played it at least midway through if not more so that's uh, good. Wait for the remake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Mass Effect though. 
Mass Effect though. Yeah. Mass, Mass Effect though. Yeah. That does look really, Mass really Effecto. good. That does look really, <laughs> really good. About. We do have other news about uh, uh, remakes, but we will get to that later for sure. Uh, so, Kotor still holds up? No. Of course not. So many mods. Yeah. I needed so many mods. <laughs> I loaded is it beautification it up. mods or is it? Well, like... one of them was because the textures are god awful uh, yeah. from 2003. Yeah. Um, but then I made the mistake of loading this one mod that like retextures all the characters, uh-huh. which like looks fine until you get to Bastila. And then it's like, oh, right. Dudes, men exist in this world. Yes. So Bastila now has just titty windows all over her outfit, <laughs> you know, just in case we weren't sure that she was a woman. And for some reason they were like, yeah, her ass has got to be thick. Um, so now she's <laughs> thick. thick as hell. And she's got titty windows in her outfit. So uh, I had to uninstall that mod because oh. I was like. I'm uncomfy. <laughs> I don't love, I don't love this, 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 this. I don't love it. Okay. So yeah, otherwise. It, modded KOTOR, I will say modded KOTOR, never tried that. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go for Jeremy. Jeremy, what have you been playing? So I have been mixing it up a little bit. I have been playing Sid Meier's Civilization on my Switch. Nice. Sad, sad. Nice. <laughs> it's addicting. It I, is addicting. I, I, I hopped in and I had no idea what I had, what was going on. So I hopped in the tutorial game. And then once I figured out what I was going on, like what was going on, I got hooked. It's really good. Yes. Maybe, maybe I will get your Nintendo uh, 16-digit uh, friend password and uh, we will play that together because I have been looking for an opponent to that game for quite a long, long time. Other than that. Yes. <laughs> I, I, Other than I one of the greatest that. games ever made, what else have you been playing? <laughs> That's not true. You haven't played Rocket League yet. I have been on a Rocket League, like, I can't, I can't stop playing. I've been playing on my Switch. I've been playing on my Xbox. It's like I have a whole new love for Rocket League. And it's made me so happy. All right. I mean, I know that Rocket League is a very popular, well-made game. Uh, it's lasted, what, like five, six years or something crazy like that. So props to you. Um, but, uh, oh, my God, it's it's boring. Jeremy, question. Do you think they'll ever re- like come out with a sequel to Rocket League? No, it's too good to not come out with a sequel. So then it'll never be good enough. <laughs> got a point That's deep he's got a point That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh it's it is it, it it is one of those games that like i can't ever see coming out with a sequel it'll just be the same game for 15 years until they make like a different type of the same game uh but you know buy somebody else and it'll it'll do other things that this one doesn't but it's popular it makes money a lot well, of money. Basically, Minecraft not. Yep. Yep. High skill ceiling, but easy to get into. Yeah. It's good for that. Leonard, we're going to go to you next. Hello. Hello. What have you been playing, my friend? Uh, I've been playing a lot recently. That's good. I hear you um, got a new PC. Yes, I did. I haven't played anything on it yet because I just got it all set up today and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, sad to find out when you're a, when a fan that you bought that's like eight hundred dollars doesn't fit inside the PC. But you know, it's fine. You bought an eight hundred dollar um, fan. 
Yes. Anyways, uh, don't ask how. Uh, let's just say a lot of things have come up and a lot of things are opportunistic and a lot of things have happened. Still don't have a PS5, so I'm sad. Did you open but an OnlyFans? <laughs> huh? Did you open an OnlyFans? Yes. Katie, can I speak to you in the kitchen? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Katie, I, I told you. That was a secret. That's something that no one else should know. Well, you could have just denied it in the moment and just been like, no, but now it's going to be awkward when I go back there. But you know, I can't, I can't just literally do that. I feel like the listeners are going to understand that by us walking away and stepping over from the podcast for a second to discuss this, they're just going to assume you do in fact have an OnlyFans. Well, you know what? I'm going to make some dramatic statement so that... Uh, they'll they'll be totally thrown off of. It. I feel so like you I should just embrace fine. it, and you should use the podcast as a means to advertise your small business. That is fair. Maybe I will do that. Maybe I won't. We'll find out. Let's go back. Okay. So hey guys. Uh, so Red Dead still sucks. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Red Dead Redemption Two online. Uh, I also played GTA Five online. That new heist. It was fun. Um, I'm actually going to be getting it back into fighters because uh, my friend has been wanting to teach me how to fight. Shout out to him. And uh, besides that, I've been playing Animal Crossing. I'm trying to get back into it because uh, Mr. Jeremy here has been wanting to play with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, besides that, um, oh, I got Super Mario 3D World again. I hear good things and, about that game. Yeah, you know, I was looking at the DLC when the trailer first came out. was very excited because it was like, oh, it's Mario going Super Saiyan. Yeah. Like, that is 100% what happens. It's Cat Mario going Super Saiyan. Exactly. He is the official Wukong, but instead of being Wukong, he's Neon Kong. Uh, You want to try that one more time? No. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) <laughs> well, you seem like you have been quite busy with video games, which is more than I can say for the people here. Okay, really quick question. Yeah. What game have you been playing recently? So I've been playing Red Dead Redemption. So Uh-huh, interesting. Uh-huh. That's weird. That's odd. Wow. How long have you been hey, playing Paul, that, Paul? Have you heard Paul? about these uh, new games coming out? Yeah, there's been some new games, Paul. <laughs> yeah, like Ghost of Tsushima. You know what, though? You know what you should really do? What's that? Um, God of War is this month's uh, PlayStation Plus. I, I didn't know until just a couple of days ago that God of War got a PS5 uh, update. Yeah, you should absolutely play it because God of War a few years ago won Game of the Year. Uh, yeah, over and some other game. What was yeah. the other game, Katie? Oh, you know what? I can't remember. I feel like it was just Sad Cowboy Simulator 14. Yeah, it was the I, I, have, that was it it. Was the I have a Plan Failed Simulator. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it was just weak attempt at cinematic uh, storytelling. Number six. Agreed. Unacceptable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. However, I have also been playing, uh, I just started actually uh, today, Diablo 3, because, Ooh. and we will talk about it a little bit more, um, Diablo uh, has made a resurgence, and it isn't uh, about the mobile game. Um, but we will talk about that at the news section, which we will go to right after the break. Uh, that's right now. Wow, look at that. Bye. Booker Catch. Hi, my name is Booker DeWitt. You might know me from Bioshock Infinite, but today I'm here to talk to you about Unectol. Booker, Booker Catch. Thanks, Elizabeth. 
I have a pretty active lifestyle. Take it. This one here keeps me pretty busy. Booker. So when my doctor Booker, told catch. me about my Booker. severe rheumatoid arthritis due to repetitive Booker. catching of things thrown to me by my friend here. Here, you need this. I got concerned. Booker, catch. But then he told me about Unectol. <laughs> and now, I can catch anything this Spitfire can throw at me. Catch! Ow. Unectol is a non-habit-forming anti-inflammatory prescription-strength pill for sufferers of Booker. rheumatoid arthritis. Some side effects include dizziness upon standing, an inexplicable need to find meaning in the meaningless, hallucinations of cities in the sky, or parallel universes, dissociative identity disorder, or split Booker. personality, dry mouth, and headaches. Some patients experience some or all of the following. Booker! Coughing, itchy skin, sudden unexplained tattoos, the ability to shoot fire from their hands, the ability to control mechanical objects for a time, auditory hallucinations of horses, and constipation. Booker, catch! Unectol is not for everyone and should not be taken with any other medication or with alcohol. Catch it! If you experience any of these side effects, consult with your doctor immediately as these effects may become permanent. Ask your doctor about Unectol. Take it from me, Zachary Ka, I mean Booker DeWitt. Booker, catch! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. Leonard, something big happened this week. Something that hasn't happened, well, I don't think since August or something. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what that was? I will be more than happy to tell you because it's been a while and it's time I bring it back. But... Instead of doing how I usually did it, where it's like I try to change up the theme, I'm just going to do it with the old classics so that Paul doesn't have to worry and fret thinking about, do I really have to sync up his voice with music? I appreciate that. Very good. Wonderful and very good. I'm on the agenda. So I'm just going to be going through things that I do want to talk about and things that are worthy of talking about. So Nintendo Direct uh, brought some good news and bad news for everyone. Uh, A lot of good news, very little bad news, and some interesting news. Uh, Which the interesting news I'll leave for last. Okay. Let's start off with the good news because there was more good than bad. So it looks like they almost announced about like 15 games. Right. Which is a lot, and especially for Nintendo, because they've been very quiet recently. Yeah, they have. It's very good. Very happy to hear that. So some of the games that were announced were uh, Project Triangle, Stra- Triangle Strategy, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, Fall Guys is finally coming to Switch, Knockout City, Metopia, World's End Club, DC Superhero Girls, which cool. I think that's uh, a visual Wars novel. Hunters. Outer Wilds, Legend of Mana, Samurai Warrior 5, Cap Arcade Stadium, Famicom Detective Club. Uh, I don't know. There's two different versions. Uh, a new update for Animal Crossing, uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity Extension Pass, or Expansion Pass, sorry. Uh, no More Heroes 3, Neon White, Bravely Default 2, Salsa Frontier, or if I said that correctly, or Saya Frontier, whatever it is. Hades, Tales from the Borderlands, Stubbs, the Zombie, Ghosts and Goblins, Ninja Gaiden, the Master Collection, and uh, also Apex Legends. Right. 
Leonard, I wasn't paying attention. Could you say that again? <laughs> uh, uh, pretty, much, pop, pretty much uh, from what Dan would hear, uh, Apex Legends, um, Monster Hunter, and uh, other games that probably aren't that important. But um, the two games, actually the three, actually four big things was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. They brought out uh, two characters from the, what series was that? Again? Xenoblade. Xenoblade, ah, yeah. yeah, Xenoblade, the game that I played like for two minutes and realized it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, then they went on to announce uh, from the director of Legend of Zelda. I was very excited to hear from him, but sadly we didn't get anything for Breath of the Wild 2, which we may get something next month because next month starts the uh, 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda. Right. So we may get something then, or uh, from what rumors have been occurring, there should be something coming out this year where we're going to get something like the Super Mario 3D pack, but it will be for Legend of Zelda. That would be nice, like a uh, Twilight Princess... Wind Waker, uh, Wind Waker. Princess have both been rumored on that. And uh, um, so, uh, uh, Sword Skyward? Skyward Sword. Uh, actually, announced. that was the thing that was announced. Uh, Skyward Sword HD, which yes. uh, the good news is if you play it on the Wii, you don't have to worry about uh, motion controls anymore because you can just literally use the... Uh, you can your swing your entire stick. switch around. A right stick. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, the right stick. My apologies. Okay. I have been way too off on this. <laughs> um, no, you're doing great. They, thanks. Yeah. Uh, and then they announced something big, which from what it looked like, it was going to look interesting. But then as soon as the title showed up, I lost complete interest. And that was Splatoon 3. The reason why I lost interest was just mainly because... Splatoon 1 and 2 were literally, it felt like Splatoon 2 was just a port of Splatoon 1 yes. for the Switch. Yes. So that was just my opinion. Uh, you guys can have, you the listener and everyone else can have your own opinions. Just your opinion will be wrong. Yes. Um, but now for the big news, which everyone has been talking about and I've been really excited about. And I know Jeremy is as well. And it is Mario Golf Super Rush. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shouldn't Jeremy be talking about this? I uh, yes yeah. and no, but I will say no. Well, I mean, it is technically a sports game. True. So, Jeremy, tell me everything I need to know about Mario Tennis. Uh, nope, golf. So, Mario Golf. I'm actually really excited about this. So, good news comes out June 25th. Um, a couple new features about it that I was looking up, up looking up on it. Um, motion controls, which is that, gonna suck because I hate the Switch's motion controls. They are kind of they are kind of stupid, but I wouldn't mind it because like I loved hitting links on on Wii Sports, man. Hitting the links with a couple of friends, you have some uh, uh, some iced tea uh, and dumb hats and stupid shoes on. Yeah, was that just me that did that? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes, I like throwing ninety-nine mile per hour fastballs in baseball. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so Jeremy, what else? What else can I expect from this fantastic uh, upcoming game? Sports so, game. So uh, there's this plumber named Mario. He's in it, I believe. Weird. Um, <laughs> no, uh-huh. so, <laughs> no. Continue, please continue. I'm interested to know how you're going to make this so grand in your sports news. Sports. So story mode. Is going to be a big thing, a part of it. 
part of it. So you're going to start off as a little tiny little rookie working your way up. And as you work up, it's going to work on your, like your stats, your putting, your power, all that fun stuff. Now, one of the biggest part about it is the speed golf. It's four of your friends or four AIs, I believe. And the main objective is just get that little tiny golf ball into the hole by any means necessary. There's no turn. It's a literally free-for-all, go at it, no mercy. Um, from what I was looking at, there's like speed boost. There's stuff to blow you down. Um, it actually, from the trailer, looks really surprisingly fun. Actually, I, I saw that too, and it kind of reminded me of Golf with Friends, but with... Uh... Uh, Mario, Mario characters. characters. Yeah, with yeah. the plumber. Yeah, with the yeah. plumber and, and that princess lady. The only thing I have to say is just with Mario Golf, um, playing it on the Nintendo GameCube, because I think that was the first time they previewed it. I could be wrong, but that was honestly a great time. Like, I remember making great memories from that. And just in general, it was a fun game where it felt like uh, it challenged you as a gamer, which I know for most sports games, uh, that's how it just goes like you're challenged to do other things and such but um like challenged to keep playing it oh yeah exactly <laughs> and that's nintendo's big stick it's like hey we want to challenge you to keep playing this and get better at it uh i really and hope they will do better than they did with tennis i didn't like mario tennis on the switch oh i agree it just didn't have that same i don't know like just simplicity that the uh, GameCube one had. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm not expecting much. Um, there's a couple of things about this conference that uh, really stuck out to me, and that was 90% of the conference were games that I had never heard of uh, before and had no interest of uh, after they announced it. Is that, uh, is, that, is that common? Is that a common thread going on right now? Uh, sort of, because I feel like with each Nintendo Direct, they kind of, what they try to do for Nintendo, I think they try to get their licensing out there and get other companies to want to put things on their console, because especially since uh, during the whole pandemic thing that's been going on, mm. um, Nintendo really saw a, a increase in sales for their Switches, and just... Most gaming consoles in general saw a high rise of people wanting to play more games and get into it and have fun. And I feel like for Nintendo, they're tr really trying to capitalize on that point where it's like, okay, you know what? We want other people to experience uh, these other games that are on there. And uh, I personally think it is sort of like a filler to it. Which, I mean, yeah, some games like, for example, Apex Legends, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Paul, I know you used to be or still are. And for me, it's it's a interesting topic because I don't necessarily know how well it's going to run. Oh, it's going to run like fucking hot garbage. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Like that that game is way too fast paced to be put on. That That's like putting Warzone on uh, Switch and expecting it to work <laughs> Could fine. Could you imagine? It's just it's not going to do well at all. I, I, I don't know what EA is thinking, but. I'm sure Respawn just had to, like, dump necessary resources uh, well, from, you know, updating the game or making uh, Titanfall 3 uh, into a Switch port, which right. is fucking depressing in my eyes. Well, I mean, 
In my opinion, I think EA is doing what they've always been doing. And Dan, this is your catchphrase, but it's they literally want one thing, one thing only. Take it away, Dan. Uh, they want to impress the fans. Dan, Dan, your catchphrase. Did I get that? Your your catchphrase. Oh well. Um, you know the dollar signs, the the things. Oh yeah, going. my bad, Matt. Uh, make sure you guys follow Leonard on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan. The other things. Oh. I like oh, that, it's about that the money. <laughs> yes, there we go. Jeez, you've been out of it for so long. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yes. But yeah, pretty much EA is just trying to get more money from them because at this point, it's like, why not? We have this game that's been going and dying. At least it's better than Anthem. But Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I... Dan. Speaking of Anthem. Yes, Katie. Yes, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing. I think she just wants to antagonize you. Yeah, really. I mean, there is nothing to say about it. It died. <laughs> so horribly, I might uh, add, after well, it was supposed to do I, some. Oh, there was something it was supposed right. to do. Some game it was supposed to kill. God, I just can't remember what it was supposed to do because it ended up doing nothing. <laughs> and this is the same thing with the kill zone thing where everyone's this is killing this because, you know, of some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, At least Killzone was a pretty Anthem, good game. Just a little bit of news: they uh, EA was supposed to actually have a meeting where they declared the fate of Anthem. Uh, I think it was supposed oh, to be last wow. week, but they never announced what the decision was. That doesn't it's sound a like sign. a good idea. <laughs> it's a good sign. Sounds like a good <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, unless they have said it, but as of uh, actually, let's two let's hours let's ago. Google it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, Blue Cross comes up first. Anthem, the game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the silence after EA's Anthem 2.0 decision is concerning. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a headline you want to see for a two-year-old game. No. <laughs> so, Leonard, was, I don't know. <laughs> was there anything else that came out of the Nintendo uh, Direct that uh, really stuck out to you? Um. Well... Uh, the big thing, like I said before, was just Breath of the Wild 2 not being uh, having any information still. Um, I would guess that we may possibly get a preview next month, but I would highly doubt that. Yeah. Uh, just because it sounds like they're still in development. It looks like it's taking a toll just because, again, the pandemic still going on, yeah. uh, conferencing with different development teams and things like that, and also just bringing it to like where it can actually be previewed right. is going to be very difficult. I know that usually they try to wait for these things like E3, things like that, like big gaming events. Um, but we won't but be getting E3 like, this year, so. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing is I'm kind of, I kind of would like to hope, like the optimistic me is saying that maybe we will get something next month in regard to that. Um, but most likely... I feel like it's just going to be we're going to get next month more uh, Legend of Zelda stuff just in return. Like we're, we may be getting more um, crossovers with other games such as Animal Crossing, um, maybe more stuff in Smash that has to do with Legend of Zelda. I, I, um, I, I hope that you're right. 
uh, in that we might get uh, Breath of the Wild stuff next uh, month, but I doubt it. Um, one of the reasons I think, and maybe Dan can agree with me for once, um, they don't need to show anything. They know they that it's it's an incredibly popular IP. It's an incredibly popular game sequel. Like all they need to do is be like, "Hey, we're still working on it." Okay, bye. Yeah, I think. I concur. Yeah, I think the uh, the one thing that they may do though for next month mm-hmm. is now this is my my looking into the future, my holding my Joy Cons, uh, crying and sensing what Nintendo will do. And I think that for that, like how they did the Mario 3D pack, they may do something like that with Legend of Zelda. Um, Maybe they'll do that, like the handheld Zeldas. Yeah, um, they yeah, might like do Spirit something like that too. And, and uh, three, what is it? Or f- four caps? Four or swords. Four swords, yeah. Something like that. Um, they may they may do something like that, or they may do uh, something with Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Because uh, if you guys remember, there was a trailer years ago when they were announcing that the Majora's Mask was going to be on the Nintendo 3DS, and they didn't say that it was that they were playing it from the 3DS. They just showed that. They just put a picture on, like, the video on the 3DS screen, like, as if it was on there. Right. Because, you know, usually they would say, like, oh, play, like, 3DS graphics or 3DS uh, supported, whatever. Right. But I think that they've been previewing this for a while and just didn't let us know. But we may be surprised to find out that we may be getting Majora's Mask on the Switch. Yeah, it'd be nice. Something. Literally anything. But, um... We're going to move on from the Nintendo Direct uh, before Katie dies of boredom. <laughs> and we're going to talk instead about the other con that will make Katie die of boredom. Dan, what other major con happened online this week? It's too late. I already died. Well, I mean, the company that, you know, has never failed and has always maintained its status. Oh, yeah. Uh, Blizzard. Yes. Is uh, back S- in the news. Stellar reputation. undefeated (laughs) yes uh they had their blizzard uh blizzard con line i think they call it yeah blizzcon blizzcon line is what they called it you sound so old (laughs) that's not me that's them no blizzcon line to say that (laughs) hey wait i have something for blizzcon go for it some piece of hilarity go for it during the live stream, when Metallica started playing, they had to dub over Metallica as they played with some uh, Twitch, I mean, had to uh, dub over it with some generic sounding chimes and jingles and jangles because uh, Metallica years back decided <laughs> to create the DMCA, essentially. For their own music. Yeah. It's so funny. Get fucked, you old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the DMCA on on uh, Twitch, we might need to visit at some point, especially if something comes up about it. But uh, it was hilarious to hear uh, like a ding, 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 as Metallica is playing in the background. Uh, it, was, uh, it was very entertaining. God, it was such a beautiful twist of <laughs> ironic 
justice. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> these also, kids won't even kids know who you are. No, who Metallica is. No, and they never will because all they heard was ding, 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 ding. <laughs> they, hold ele- they heard elevator hold music while Metallica played. And you know what? It's a perfect representation of who they are. <laughs> oh, oh, so sad. It is sad. So, Dan, what happened on this online con? Um, they talked about old games and how none of that's coming out anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Um, one of the things that I did notice from BlizzCon Line was uh, that the Burning Crusade is coming out again for uh, WoW Classic, which means that their model for WoW Classic is to put it out and eventually make it not WoW Classic by adding all the DLC that the players will have to buy. It is it is a fucked up business strategy. <laughs> I think it's genius. Because <laughs> if you think about it, it is so old that at this point people have forgotten. So they're just going to go through it and by the time they get to the, the end of it, they're going to be bitching and then they're going to come out with, you know, World of Warcraft vanilla. And it's just going to be... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Same God. thing. Oh god. They're going down the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Know, um, yeah, I guess so. Marketing. Oh, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Uh but yeah, there's a new WoW expansion coming out other than the one that already came out 6 years ago or 8 years ago now. Um and everyone's excited or something maybe, who knows. It's a WoW, so they're going to buy it one way or the other. Uh what else is coming out, Dan? Um Diablo 4? Yeah, they did show off a little bit more of Diablo 4. Yeah, so there was a trailer for, I think, the Rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, are doing Diablo 2 Resurrected, which I'm actually excited for. I am too. that is coming on everything. I am super excited for that, and that's why I'm playing Diablo 3 right now. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, keep going. Uh, some more information on Hearthstone. Mm-hmm, I don't think mm-hmm. anyone cares. Nope, not anymore. Overwatch 2. That's the one I want you to year. talk about. What's that? That's the one I want you to talk about, Dan. Overwatch 2. That is, that is, it's your game, Dan. It's your yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sadly. I mean, so I, I do look forward to Overwatch 2 simply because it, does seem like they're actually trying to rework the whole game structure and make it into kind of a, a new shooter mm-hmm. versus like just kind of going, yeah, we added um single player. <laughs> Enjoy, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. They're they're actually building onto it and actually reworking some of the roles and the way that strategies work within like the team balance. Right. So that part I'm really excited for and that could actually change the dynamic of the way the game plays. Are you going to jump back on? Uh, yeah, I'll try it out. It's really? Just, if it, yeah, I mean, if it keeps me, it keeps me. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's okay. just, but that's up to them. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, to me, Overwatch has grown too toxic for me, frankly. I, I, I can't jump into those public matches. I haven't for a you long time. Got to get good. It's, it's their terminology that offends me. It's, it's so annoying to be like just like uh all the all the pocket mercy this and and you know uh, fucking i don't i don't even know anymore i don't even know half of the the legends or not legends uh 
heroes. Heroes. It's just because you're playing Apex. It was literally the only problem. Yeah, yeah. One of the reasons is, yeah, I'm playing Apex. But, like, uh, but I did see the single player, and uh, that perked my interest. I was like, hey, this is exactly what I wanted from Overwatch uh, in the beginning uh, was a single player experience, or at least, you know, a PvE experience with your friends. And we're finally fucking getting that, hopefully. Yeah, no one wants it. Like, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like, yeah, everyone thinks it's, I guess, somewhat cool, but everyone's going to play through it maybe once and then move off. Is it one of those? It's, it's a, is, is it one of those things that people say they want it, but when they finally get it, they're not going to use it? Oh, yeah, exactly. Because who plays through a single player campaign over and over and over and over again? I mean, Diablo 2, man. Diablo 2 is coming out. And that's exactly what I did with Diablo 2. That was kind of the joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Those games are built like, um, you know, through for it, though. Right. It was, it was more of a poke at Katie. I was waiting for her response, but. I wasn't listening. Just left me hanging. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, because of Destiny. Right. Yeah. It, Again, I it, wasn't yeah. listening. Uh, who plays a single player game over and over and over and over again? What's Black Desert Online again? It's a multiplayer game online. Oh, that's weird. What is, what's Destiny? It's a single player game online. Oh, is it? That's odd. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn there were other people that were in the world. It's fake news. You went into it. That's strange. Maybe if you had better um, insults, uh, I would have been paying attention. I'll keep that in mind. But yes. <laughs> um, unless they actually do build it out like a game like uh, Destiny. Sorry, I was going to call it Halo. <clears throat> Uh, it you know it would actually have some sta- sustaining power, but realistically, I don't think that they're going to do that much. Like yeah. they'll add some stuff for it, but it's not going to be enough to make it like a full game that you want to actually compete with the PvP portion. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot like Grand Theft Auto Six or uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, where know. they were saying like, "What have you started?" <laughs> where they were saying like, you know, "Oh, don't worry, there's going to be single player stuff down the road. Don't worry, there's going to be single player stuff down the road." And then their multiplayer stuff was just so fucking popular and making them so much money that they were like, "No, we just we canceled the single player stuff so we can focus on the multiplayer stuff." Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. exactly. Yeah, and and that's gonna be kind of sad. I don't want to pay sixty dollars for Overwatch two if if they're gonna do that, and I know that that's what they're gonna do. So I'm, I'm a uh, from what I remember reading, you don't have to buy Overwatch two if you own Overwatch one. Oh, so Unless I could buy changed. a pre owned version of Overwatch one. It is Activision, <laughs> so who knows? So yeah. Well, maybe you have to pay for the story mode access. <clears throat> uh, I hope if, if they separate the game, I will totally be down for that. Like a $30 single player and a $30 uh, multiplayer. I'd, I'd be down for that. Jeremy, I am glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're here because we need to talk about sports uh, in the news section because, uh, you know, there's sports games that come out and uh, they are uh, they are on disc uh, some of them are baseball and others are football games. Some get added after the game has been released, much like some segments get added after a podcast has wrapped. I don't I don't know what that means uh, exactly, but okay. <laughs> Calling you out on your shit. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, uh, Jeremy, you got some news for me and I want to hear it. It's all about sports. Uh, and we need to uh, we need to sports this up here on the podcast. So uh, what, what, take it away, man. We've talked about this last time. Sports. Sports. Yes. And now I'm going to be talking about sports very slowly. 
okay. with lots of facts and I have links. I need I need and I have I have trailer videos just because I really want to make this as long as possible because I know you guys are I all sports fans. Will leave <laughs> and I will not come back. Oh, come on, Katie, just be a good sport. Fuck <laughs> off, I'm out. Be a good sport. <laughs> Dan wrote that joke down. Um, <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. What do you got? So, some of the biggest news in sports right now. So, MLB The Show, obviously, everyone knows it's coming out. Um, 420. <laughs> 420 is <laughs> coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, big things about it is that it is going to be cross-platform. So, obviously, I'm on the Xbox. I can play with a friend on the PS5 or even the PS4. Whoa. Um, which is fantastic for a new sports game because Madden doesn't even have that. It's one of the biggest sports games out there. Sports! Um, that's one big thing. I know they completely revamped um, all the game modes for MLB The Show, like Franchise Mode, um, Diamond Dynasty, which is one of the biggest game modes on MLB this show, you basically collect players and make your own kind of all-star team. Um, and it's coming to all consoles except Switch, sadly. It's actually Switch. surprising that it's not coming to Switch since everything else that shouldn't be on Switch is coming to Switch, but okay. I'm not surprised. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised either. <laughs> well, how's it supposed to compete with RBI Baseball? <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. I didn't want to talk about RBI baseball. <laughs> so um, we got the show coming. What else? So this is this made me happy. And Dan kind of talked about it earlier offline. NCAA AA football is coming. The last game it came out was 2014. And it's actually coming out on the new consoles. There isn't a release date. Um, the whole thing about it is that... The NCAA are assholes, and yes, they, are. they need to meet our friend Katie. Um, <laughs> I know she'll have a few words for them. Oh, yeah. Um, but, so, long story short, NCAA players, they can't get paid. There's no payment or anything around that within playing NCAA football, like in general. Right. So, basically what NCAA football is doing is that instead of having players' names on the jersey, it's going to be... QB one, wide receiver one, running back one. There's going to be no names on any of these players' jerseys, which I think is absolutely hysterical. It, it, so, so it's funny, but it's also very sad because I really thought that maybe the NCAA players will get a break here and EA will shill out a couple million. Uh, to pay the players a nice little royalty or even, God forbid, a stipend um, to to use their name in uh, in the game. But uh, no, they just circumvented that problem. And now the announcer will be like, and QB1 is taking the field. He is uh, backed up, of course, but running back four. And uh, this is going to be a good play. What do you think, Bob? Like, it's going to sound... So dumb. Amazing. It's going to sound amazing. Because <laughs> I don't have to know who anybody is. 
And this... I'm going to get myself a QB1 jersey. So. <laughs> oh my God, I want a QB1 shirt or a jersey. That is such a good done. idea. Done. It's done. <laughs> okay, so uh, I know that NCAA has better gameplay than Madden, just straight up better gameplay than Madden. Uh, and yeah. a better uh, single player, too, especially if they're going to go for like a. Uh, like a storyline single player kind of thing. Do you know if they're going to do that? I have not seen anything about story mode. All I know so far is that EA has just announced it and we have those handful of fun facts. Okay. Well, from what I was reading, they're not bringing back the mascot mode. And if they don't bring mascot mode back, all sports fans listening will know exactly what I'm talking about. I will not play it. I won't buy it. I won't pre-order it. It's by far the best game mode in the entire game. And out of all 14 whatever games they came out with, you could be the team's mascot and play football. And yeah, that is if they don't great. have it, it's not happening. It might be one of those DLC things down the line. Would you get it then? I bet he would. Uh... <laughs> are, are they using the real like real schools like the, yes. the names and schools okay because i was wondering if it's a, another uh, royalty issue there's supposed to be about a hundred teams in the game when it comes out uc barkley stanford <laughs> stanford <laughs> the one with the gators on their helmets um. bobby boucher <laughs> I took you a second. Yeah, it did. <laughs> LAUC. Anyway, is there anything else coming from the NCAA that we need to know? No. Okay. Well, that sounds about right. What else uh, other sports games uh, that you have news for us? All right. I have like five or six. No, I'm just kidding. I have five or six. I mean, do going to grab my keys and go. Do keep in mind that we have a topic to get to after the break that we haven't gotten to yet. So we're that we already to, did, that the, we already discussed. No, we, no, we haven't done because that Because you're bad at planning no, and you totally forgot just, about Jeremy's entire segment. Nope, Is that what happened? No, it's really strange. <laughs> Jeremy, what else you got for us? All right. Last but not least, it is a sports sports game. Yes. Uh, Rocket League. I said earlier, I like I said, I have about a thousand hours on Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Now, when it first came out by Psyonix, it was absolutely fantastic. You could buy cars for like a dollar fifty, maybe two dollars, like a Skyline, Dom Toretto's, like his muscle car was fantastic. Interesting. Okay. Rocket League came out with some new DLC today. Okay. Or a couple days ago. The Ford F-150, it right. came with decals and like a gold explosion and some wheels. They wanted $20 to buy that. $20. Like, I get it. It's a free-to-play game. Epic Games owns it. I get it. But $20 for some mild, for a truck. No, I, I don't appreciate it. Well, the question I got for you, will it break down in the game? Just like it doesn't real life. So most likely, yes. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I want it to be realistic. Yeah, so. yeah. You got to have your realistic flying cars. Um, so, okay. Have they said anything about this? Is the community just as pissed as you are, or are you an oh, outlier? Everyone's pissed. Oh, okay. I think everyone I've ever talked to is pissed about it. People are pissed about it on Twitter. Um, like, don't get me wrong. As much as you hate Rocket League and suck at it, I get it. <laughs> 
It's a fun game. It's addicting. Right. No, I I don't hate the game. I'm just so bad at it that I think it's personal between Rocket League and me. We'll play together. We'll get you up This is how he is with all games that he's bad at. It's true. Partially. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. No, it just, it blows my mind that they're going to charge $20. Now, bear with me. When Rocket League first came out, it was $20, $29.99 when it first came out before Epic Games took it over. Yeah. So... Don't, I, I understand the whole money aspect of it. Like, shoot, I have a decal that I, I traded for. It's worth like $25. So I get it if I were to sell it. But for a DLC that does literally nothing for you, your truck's going to break down in the middle of the field. <laughs> it's just, it's it's very upsetting being an avid, you know, Rocket League player for this to come out. It's like they're not even trying. They're just irking for that money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dan, what is what is it that you always say? Uh, follow Leonard on OnlyFans. That's the oh, one. I thought it was yep. when God God and damn it. We're blowing up your spot, Leonard. Anything. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, we appreciate your sports uh, commentary because we know nothing about sports games. Um, and that's why uh, we have you on the show. That's why we invited you. And I'm glad you, you knocked it out of the park one more time. I think that's a it's sports a reference too. I just I know how much a fan Katie is of sports and so sports. She has been <laughs> wrapped in this conversation. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised she's at all. She's been baffled, bamboozled. Yeah, she's intrigued. Oh, her eyes are glittery <laughs> right now. So we are going to move on and Did you know I'm that gonna... 88.11% of light.gg guardians from Destiny have the Warden of Nothing emblem making the Warden title pretty common among the Destiny community? It's really interesting to go through all these statistics. <clears throat> anyway, we have a buried the lead section and I would like to get to that. Can we get to that everybody? Yes. Maybe. All right, so we are moving on to the Buried the Lead. This is fresh off the press, guys. We didn't want to talk about anything that happened uh, many weeks ago because on this podcast, we want to be fresh, as fresh as possible. And, you know, we have recording schedules and we take a week off to make sure that, uh, you know, the news is worthwhile to talk about and we get time for our topic. But this news is so big and so fresh that we need to talk about it right now. Happening in the world right now, GameStop stock. Have you guys heard about this? Yes. Really? That's you guys must be on the pulse then. On the pulse of of stock. We news. have to talk about this. Yes. I, um, Isn't the stock already dead? Didn't Reddit already cover this pretty well? I'm, I. I it didn't. Was like, this just supposed happen? to be a bit? Didn't it just? Ha- it just happened, right? I don't. I don't like this bit. Yeah, I don't like this bit either. It's not very fun. But shouldn't we talk? We're a video game podcast. Shouldn't we talk about it? No. Jeremy, do you think we should talk about it? Is Jeremy here? No, Jeremy. My silence was the answer. Yeah. I mean, everybody here is just bored with GameStop stock. Oh. It's over. I thought I was was on the cutting edge. Let it go. Okay. Well... I guess that was our uh, buried the lead section. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about executives. Are they good? Are they bad? Do we need them? Should we cut their heads off and put them on spikes? We'll discuss about it and how much spikes are. You'd be surprised about their cost. We'll be back. General, he's here. Good. Show him in. 
happening? Where am I? That's not important, son. You need to listen very closely because we don't have a lot of time. Are you the one they call Turd Muncher 6969? Yeah, that's my game time. General, 60 seconds. Damn it. Listen closely, son. I don't have time to repeat myself. In 56 seconds, our window closes and we won't get another shot like this ever again, so we need to make it count. A very dangerous man named Al-Qaeda de Isis will be entering his armored vehicle in... 52 seconds, sir. Damn it. 51 seconds. We need to take him out, but there's a problem. Wait, what are you asking me Damn it, Turd Muncher 6969. This is too important for your constant insubordination. We need you focused. 45 seconds, General. Damn it. Listen. We have a sniper rifle set up on a tripod 90 meters away from our target in a concealed vantage point. But there's a problem. Our target will be moving farther than we had anticipated, so we'll need to raise the tripod five meters higher, but only for a moment. 40 seconds. Damn it. After we move the tripod higher, we'll have a clean shot. But there's a problem. Um... Our optics on the sniper rifle is completely obscured by sand from a recent sandstorm and is completely non-operational so we won't have the benefit of a scope on the rifle. We'll need to shoot without it. Okay. Damn it, Turd Muncher 6969. Do you understand me? Yes, but my name Good. is- Good. 30 seconds, sir. Damn it. So, once we've jumped the rifle from its current position, and without the use of a sniper scope, we'll have a clean shot at our target. But there's a problem. Our tripod is spinning at two rotations a second because Jenkins foobarred the repositioning software. So the rifle is spinning as well. This means that any shot we take will have to be done without the aid of a sniper scope, jumping five meters from the ground and spinning 360 degrees. This is where you come in, Turd Muncher 6969. 25 seconds. Damn it! Wait, are you serious? Listen, son. I know this is a lot to put on a kid, but there's a time when a boy needs to become a man. When their country calls for them, and they need to answer. When you need to perform a nearly impossible task without failing, or we will disavow ever having this conversation and put you in prison for treason. This is one of those moments. 20 seconds. Damn. It. We picked you, Turd Muncher 6969, because you are the only one in the world capable of performing this very specific operation. We've seen your work. We know you can do it. 15 seconds. Damn it. So wait. Are you saying I need to shoot someone? Yes. With a sniper rifle? Yes. Without a sniper scope? Yes. While jumping? Yes. And spinning 360 degrees? 10 seconds. Damn it, yes. That's a 360 no scope. Call it whatever you want, son, but your country needs you. Can you do it? General, you called the right gamer. And that's how it happened, guys. Best sniper in Call of Duty, right here. No, no way! stupid, bro. Welcome back, everybody. And the topic of the week is executives. The only topic that matters because executives, well, they're the ones that pay us. They're the ones that uh, keep the green flowing, the green veins going. And uh, without them, I don't think we would even have uh, anything. We wouldn't have television. We wouldn't have movies. We wouldn't have video games. Um, so 
Executives are only good. Uh, I don't even know why we're talking about executives, because all we can really do is uh, just explain to the people how good executives are. And they've never, ever done anything bad uh, in the video game industry. Uh, so, Dan, I want you to tell me, um, am I right about uh, saying all this? Because, you know, you're the money guy, so you would know, um, since money is the only thing that matters, aren't executives also the only thing that matters, the only people that matter? I would say it's a matter of perspective. Ooh. If you are the executive, then yes. <laughs> if you're not, then maybe less so. Okay, okay. Katie, do you agree with me that executives are the most important people? No. <gasps> but what? What? If I could gather all of the executives into a room, gas them, then skin them, and behead them, I would. Oh, I'm sorry. I would also add redistribute their wealth among the people. I would. Oh, there you go. Before you gassed or skinned them? Well, that depends on how secure their online baking is. I think I think it would be most effective if you redistributed their wealth and told them that you did that before you started That's the gas. That's true. And That's a good point. I'll yeah. take that into consideration. <laughs> Why are you saying such inflammatory things about executives, Katie? Oh, that's simple. They don't care about you or anybody else. But on Twitter... Sometimes they don't even care about the video games that they produce. But on Twitter, I just saw a couple uh, days ago, uh, because Subway is going through a lawsuit about uh, their tuna not being tuna, um, that they care about us. I have a quick question for you. Uh-huh. What does Subway have to do with video games? Nothing. I'm just... It's it's a CEO that... Yeah, I didn't... You know. I, 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 that's what I thought. <laughs> it's anyway, an executive. Right. Todd Howard... Yes. ...does not care about you. But we're, we're best friends. We're pen pals. No, you're not. Well, I want to be. All those tweets you keep sending at him at four in the morning, they go nowhere. Well... That's he has a handler for his Twitter account. I'm talking about the the mail that I send to his house. That's weird. That's really weird. <laughs> Concerning. <laughs> no, anyway, executives don't care about you. I, I, I don't know what to think about that. That, that here's a question: If executives cared about you, or even about the quality of products that they produce, do you think Anthem would exist? Yes. Do you think Anthem would exist in the same state that it is right now, Dan? I'm dropping my character for a second. Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, it's. I think it's a mixed bag when it comes to executives and money and the whole concept of development. Okay. It uh, just like it's easy to move pa uh, to forget that video games in its core are a business. Um, <gasps> Like, you know, there are artists and then there are businessmen. And it's the middle ground that always has the problem because it's business is always pushing for sustainability, profit, improvement, whereas artists are usually pushing for expression, development, heart, soul. Mm. And it's hard to monetize those concepts to maintain doing business, especially in such an expensive uh, industry. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Like Anthem would go, but, you know, where people have their own ideologies and concepts as to what exactly, you know, will equate either more profitability or more sales, depending on how you want to value those two things. You know, right. Anthem 
is just a a victim of that push and pull. Okay. While we're on the topic of victims of that push and pull, the reason why we started talking about having this discussion on the podcast, uh, and although the news is a little bit late now, but uh, it's still prudent because of recent events and uh, whatnot, Cyberpunk 2077 and CD Projekt Red. I'd like to talk about that for a little bit. And Dan, I know that you're a little bit biased because you actually like the game. You enjoyed the game because you got it on PC, like most people did that enjoyed the game. Uh, That or Stadia for some crazy reason. But the people who are probably enjoying it less now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's. okay, That's that's a little sad. Uh, But we're talking about executives right now, Dan. Um, (laughs) Let's uh, let's refresh the people's memory. Um, when Cyberpunk 2077 came out, it was an amazing game on the PC. It worked well on the PC. There were bugs, of course, on the PC, but that's to be expected with something so big and massive and sprawling on the PC. But it also happened to come out on PS4 and Xbox One. It was not... uh, I'm just going to say it. It was not playable on PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. A little bit more playable on the Xbox One for some weird reason, but basically it did not work on the PS4, so much so that Sony took it off of their um, marketplace, their digital marketplace. I started playing it on the PS5 and even ran into some game-breaking bugs, although the graphics were slightly improved and the textures loaded a little bit quicker. Most of the game itself was sort of broken. One of the reasons this might be, and this comes from a handful of developers uh, in CD Projekt Red who have come out and said so, um, they they were kind of rushed. And uh, one detail that stuck out to me in this little uh, developer thing was a developer saying that what we saw at E3 2015, correct me, Dan, if I'm wrong, uh yeah either 15 or 14 it's actually been almost like eight years so it could even be earlier but yes right right something like that uh anyway everything that we saw at that e3 was 100 staged and fake um which isn't i i don't want to say it's it's rare uh but it is uh something that i thought we were we have moved past in the video game industry uh the big fallout for Killzone 2, I think it was. Something like the, that. The intro videos, oh, but yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. Oh, and it was a huge uh, thing. I'm looking at my cup that I have across uh, on the other yeah, table. Watch, uh, watch Dogs. Dogs. The original Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. That was it really was good. also today. for Motorstorm. Yep. Oh, Motorstorm. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was a hard Wait, break didn't, for me. Didn't... Uh, fuck, what was that game? Didn't fucking... Twisted Metal, I think. Didn't they have one of those toward the end of, uh, not the end of PS3, but in the middle of PS3? I distinctly remember that Twisted, Twisted Metal, Metal 3. Yeah, they three? had some trailers or something that when the game finally came out, people were like, what the fuck? Like, where's that ability or some shit? I can't remember if it was Twisted Metal, but it was one of those those kind of games. Right. No, I, I think I remember what you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, these are the kinds of things that happen when an executive comes in to a development team and says, get this done um, or else. And uh, that that that's where I kind of draw the line, right? Like, 
All of these things that have been mounting against Cyberpunk 2077, the incredibly long uh, development time, the constant delays, uh, the issues that the game was having behind the scenes that um, the executives assured us was not happening. Uh, and then it came out on the older consoles, which, to be honest, it just shouldn't have come out. Agreed. On the older consoles. They should have just said, we're, we're only putting it out on PS5. And I think we've said this before on the, sh- on the show. We're only putting this out on PS5 and Series X uh, and nothing else. And, and PC, of course. Um, and uh, everyone else just shut up. So, like, what what happened, Dan? Please tell me what happened. Um. Well, they overpromised, um, spent a lot of money, and basically had to... Uh, well, this is my assumption, uh, is that they had to reco- uh, recoup costs uh, using pretty much all of the hype that they had built surrounding the game and launched as is just to make sure everybody purchased it because that's when they would purchase it. Yeah. You know, uh, if they fragment the launch, then I guarantee you that it would not have sold, even if the game was launching perfect at launch the game would not have sold as many copies. Okay. Okay. So money. Right. So, so you're, you're saying that, uh, the, if they would have said that we're pushing back the PS five version and the Xbox version, only releasing the PC and stadia version right now, that the sales would have been hurt for the PS five and Xbox. Well, so my thought would be, since PS5 version um, was actually at least playable, mm. um, it did have bugs. But if they focused development on that, I imagine they probably could have gotten that within the release window. Okay. Um, pushed out the PS4 and the Xbox One versions out um, with the install base of being the PS5 being kind of what it is, almost negligible. PC and Stadia, and Stadia is basically negligible again. So you just have a PC launch. So, like, the number of uh, copies that they could sell probably would not have warranted the amount of money that they spent towards marketing, which was obscene, I'm sure. Right. Um, Right. I mean, I'm sure part of it was also that these these industries work with one another. It's almost a certainty that the execs at CD Projekt Red were aware of the delays and of the shortages that these consoles, these next-gen consoles were going to have. So they got cold feet. They probably did. I can almost guarantee they had a discussion about making it next gen only. But looking at what it would have been to say, like, if they released CD Project or I'm sorry, Cyberpunk 2077 on just Xbox Series X and PS5. And it turns out the Xbox Series X and the PS5 had a worldwide shortage. Like they probably knew it would have. They probably freaked out and thought, oh, it's better to sell something that's, you know, it's better to put something out that's going to sell on these older consoles, maybe not work as well. But get it out there rather than to delay it any further. Mm. Yeah. And basically just write out the goodwill of the company because they had built a substantial amount of goodwill as yeah, a company with prior Witcher. to all this. And just go, you know, we're working on it. We'll get it fixed. Ooh, they burned and, through so much of that, too. Yeah. Like yeah. record time. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's and that's where they uh, faltered. Yeah. Really is. Is. You can't rely on using your goodwill as currency because you don't know how much it's going to cost until the bill comes. Yeah, isn't that true? Um, okay, 
let's let's talk about something other than CD Projekt Red and uh, their missteps uh, with with Cyberpunk because hopefully one day Cyberpunk will be a playable game uh, on my PS5. Um, their roadmap that they put out sort of pissed me off because they said it hopefully will come out in 2021. But, uh, you know, until that time, I can't really judge the game too harshly because I haven't really been able to play much of it. It looked pretty from what I saw. Anyway, let's talk about something else that uh, executives uh, do, uh, actually specifically what they don't do. And I'm going to loop Jeremy in on this one because uh, he and I have a shared love for his very specific video game that uh, doesn't exist anymore and may exist again. Uh, if EA would get off their fucking ass and actually do it, and that is Skate. Skate was one of uh, the most popular, like, sort of cult hits uh, for, like, six years straight. And uh, the fact that there has not been a confirmation of a new Skate is uh, infuriating to me. Uh, and surprising, also. Uh, Jeremy, what's what's going on? Do you know anything that I don't know about the skate? So there is actually a big thing regarding skate, actually. Awesome. That's what Um, I want to hear. So EA announced maybe about a week or two ago that they have a brand new developer for skate called Full Circle. Right. Um, Which is a big thing. But the sad part is, is that if you go on the Full Circle's website, there's literally maybe about a dozen jobs that they're trying to hire to get onto this project. Mm. Um, so as much as I'd love a new skate game to come out, it's it's definitely early, 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 early stages, which is probably why they haven't made an announcement or why it hasn't been put on the app store yet as a mobile game. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's really depressing because like I know – EA had the talent ready and raring to go for a skate game and they never delivered because they thought that we wouldn't buy it. I mean, we can say the same, this, this, this story can be copy and pasted onto fight night, uh, a fighting game, a boxing game that I fucking loved, but UFC came out, sold really well. And EA was like, well, I guess, we're just going to do UFC instead of fight night for no reason. Cause you can't have two fighting games going on at the same time. So is there any word on a fight night, Jeremy, or am I, am I just pissing up a rope at this point? <laughs> There's no, I not even in the wind, pissing um, up a but rope? going back to escape really fast. Like I, this has always really irked me. Uh-huh. So, EA, they're basically starting from scratch with this new skate game coming out. Right. Um, Okay. So after Skate 3 made their money and everything, and it was great, EA actually shut down the original EA Black Box that Mm -hmm. made Skate. And they were were the creators of the motion controls and the, the whole flipping with your stick and everything. And so, you know, and there was, there's no news with that being brought in back so they're you know it's just it's very disappointing that ea is such they're i I hate ea i can't even finish that sentence i hate them so much (laughs) i I can't even finish it no i mean you're you're in good company man ea is ea is the worst uh and you know what they're full of dan executives who make terrible decisions we could go for hours talking about the decisions ea has made 
that has made the gaming industry and some of our best developers uh, worse. Let's just talk about Bioware. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, kind of going back before we get off of EA, too All right. one thing to, uh, and this is what I've been kind of researching while we were talking about it. Yes. Is, um, and I just thought about it because uh, we were talking about Skate and how it hasn't um, really been brought anywhere. Right. Uh, skate, I would imagine, is an exceptionally complicated game to create with physics, right? Right. Um, and since EA has put pretty much all of their eggs into the Frostbite engine, they would have to recreate the engine from frostbite to work with yeah and that's another thing this is why executives are (laughs) fucking awful because frostbite is cheaper and easier to use all of the games suffer all of the games suffer and this is an executive decision and this is why mass effect andromeda is fucking garbage all right and this is why dragon age inquisition was fucking garbage and shouldn't have won the 2014 game of the year award one of the many reasons those games suck no it sucked it was so bad i hate it i hate dragon age inquisition (laughs) every time i see that shit on my timeline on tiktok or fucking twitter i'm just like why is it here why is it here i don't subscribe to this tomfoolery bullshit well my guess is that it's because it is cheaper and it is expensive to make games so, so stupid. The cost of development for something like Skate on a brand new engine would potentially be maybe too high. It time. wouldn't be too high. They're so. just selfish, <laughs> greedy pieces of shit. Um, and so that that concept, uh, taking it to everything from that to Fight Night, might be why we don't see certain games. Right. Fight Night, I, I don't imagine it, but I'm not a developer. So I don't know the complexities behind it. No, I mean, I I completely see where you're coming from. Bethesda uh, has run into this exact problem because they kept using the creation engine over and over again uh, from uh, fucking Morrowind to Oblivion uh, to Fallout 3 to Elder Scrolls Skyrim to Fallout 4 and then the death knell or the 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 gasping cries rather of of, uh, the creation engine that was uh, Fallout 76 they have realized that uh, creating a new engine is the only way to move forward. Uh, they are sadly still calling it the creation engine. I didn't know if you guys knew that. They're not changing the name of their new engine, which is probably the worst way to market it, but whatever. Um, but uh, those kinds of executive decisions no, no. to save money. It's a perfect way to market it. Because this is like, oh, we've updated the engine. It's not just a new engine. It's an updated engine. It's what you loved about the previous engine. But ba-da. <laughs> because you know what? The only kind of nerds that we care about that are nerds like you. That's true. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is something to be said about um, executives deciding to uh, cut costs uh, in, in the engine creation. Should be cutting their heads off. There was a uh, news article not too recently, or, or not too long ago, that uh, was talking about uh, Take-Two and Rockstar um, using some uh, things that they did in Red Dead Redemption. They're basically going to copy and paste what they have for the Euphoria engine uh, in Red Dead Redemption and just copy and paste it back to GTA 5 because of uh, some of the things that they did with the NPCs in Red Dead Redemption, um, which means that it sounds like the Euphoria engine is a nice, clean, easy, uh, modular 
uh, type of engine. But uh, Dan, you are 100% right. Frostbite is notorious for being amazing for first-person shooters and almost impossible to use for anything else. Yep. Yeah. And these kinds of decisions that uh, executives make um, really affect uh, uh, the way that uh, games are developed and the, the way that games are marketed. Um, how much money is spent on a game. Uh, the only reason why Assassin's Creed was given a green light uh, to make the three games that we just got, the uh, Odyssey, uh, Origins, and Valhalla, the only reason that they got the, the green light was because they were using a proprietary engine uh, for all three games that they promised could be used for other games like uh, Watch Dogs 2 and Watch Dogs Legion. And that engine has been carrying them for these seven games now um, into many millions of dollars. And they're probably going to continue to use that engine no matter if they go back to uh, the Assassin's Creed that we uh, knew uh, before Origins or if they keep going on this uh, storyline. I don't know what the developers want to do. But it is a uh, uh, engines are expensive, right, Dan? Oh, exceptionally. I mean... That's, I would say, as far as I know, like maybe about half, if not maybe a little less or something. Like I know it is substantially expensive and it's a amount of time that needs to go in. Right. Depending on how, how complex the game is, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, indie guys usually get away from uh, getting their own engine or making their own engine by, because of the open sourceness of uh, things like uh, uh, Unreal. Unreal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's a hundred other ones that uh, are completely free and you can make like 16-bit, 18-bit games um, for pennies compared to what the AAA guys do uh, just because the engine's pre-made. Yeah, but you do fall into issues like with what happened to Unreal on, say, like the uh, iOS uh, iOS store. Ah, yes. Uh, Explain that to the the crowd because I I have some executive complaints on that too. (laughs) Um, let's see. Apple wanted uh, a bigger share, or no, no, no. Uh, EA wanted uh, no, not Epic. EA. Epic. Epic. Yes, Epic wanted to pay Apple less of a share for the amount of V bucks that were being purchased on their uh, platform. So they tried to circumvent that by allowing V-Bucks to be purchased directly through the app. And Apple said, no, that breaks the terms of service. And so it turned into a big legal battle. And because of that, games that had the Unreal Engine were having issues on that, that platform. Yes. Um, that is going to continue to happen in perpetuity between Apple, Google, Samsung, uh, Sony, like all of the players, this is going to keep happening in different iterations until there is a unifying idea of what an app is and what an in-app purchase is. I think we're straying too far from the topic. I don't think we are. I think we are because the real answer to all these is to gather all of the executives, put them on one of their fucking yachts and then sink the yacht. (laughs) I thought we were no gassing them. Companies. <laughs> and then we shoot them as they try to swim away. Gassing, <laughs> well, isn't, gassing isn't friendly. Shoot just, them as they try saying. to swim away. 
Leonard, it's 2021. Come on now. So actually, I made Leonard, myself uncomfortable with the guessing comment. I take it back. <laughs> now I don't know how to cut it out. You're just going to have to cut out this whole section. I can't cut this whole section. But keep this the part where much. I said shoot them as they try to swim away. That seems way better. This is way too much editing now. Uh, Leonard, I'm glad you said something because you reminded me with your docile tones. Um, Stop flirting with everybody but me on this fucking podcast. <laughs> This episode alone, you have flirted with Dan, Jeremy, and now Leonard, all in that order. <laughs> Me and Paul always flirt, though. That's nothing new. You guys are a bunch of That bastards. is true. <laughs> Leonard. I am right here. I want to talk about good executives. And the only way I can do that, really, is to talk about Nintendo executives. Nintendo executives are the only executives that I can truly trust. They have never done anything wrong. I have never once heard something that they said, taken it at face value, and they uh, then disappoint me later on. Never mind those keystrokes coming from my uh, partner over here. Leonard, I want you to tell me about the wonderful world of Nintendo executives. Okay, wait, hold on. I just want to interject and say that I tried to Google Nintendo Nintendo executives being bastards, and the only things that have come up are bombing bastards for Wii U, and the bastard men at Nintendo will never fix Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, um, though. It's pretty good. Practically, at least from what I can recall, there was only one bad time that I, I would say that not a lot of people did enjoy uh, Nintendo, and that was the Wii U. The Wii U was like a really weird, hey, we're we're switching to the Switch, <laughs> but we're also keeping it at the Wii. And now granted, yes, it was a good thing in a sense because they were keeping some of the Wii functions where it's like you could still use a Wii remote, but you had to get like maybe $10 or $20 just to pay for another little add-on or something. Hmm. So that actually works with the Wii U. Yeah. Um, but yeah. not a lot of people like the Wii U. The only reason why they got it is because there was a lot of games that were coming out that seemed really good. And um, believe it or not, a lot of people did try to skip the Wii U and a lot of them did. Oh, I did. Um, I personally didn't just because uh, I was hoping that we'd be getting something good. And I think the only thing good that we really got was Super Mario 3D World uh, and the HD versions of Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Like, those are the really only good games that I can think about that actually seem good. We got um, Pikmin. Hmm? We got a new oh, yeah, Pikmin. Pikmin. Yeah. Yeah, that too. But at the end of the day, it's like when you think about it. I mean, like, Splatoon oh. Two. It's a popular game. We might not like it, but it did it did well enough to garner two sequels. Mm. For some reason, uh, I, I I completely agree with you though, Leonard. It, the Wii U does seem like it was designed in a boardroom, um, whereas the Switch was just a logical progression from the Wii U. Uh, and Dan, am I am I wrong to think that the Wii U's failure was executives? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't feel like I, I'm I wrong. I feel like I'm I, I'm coming off as more of a shill. 
that's what I want you to be. That's what I want you to be in this episode is a corporate shill. So if you could continue doing that, that would be really great. Um, so why am I wrong? It feels like I'm right. And you know feeling uh, and fact. Yeah, exactly. Because you feel it means it's true. Yes. Um, so the Wii U was a failure simply because of technology. And the thing with Apple, or not Apple, uh, Nintendo is that they they are kind of like, I guess, in a sense, an Apple. They try and push the technology in ways that suits their vision of playing. Mm. Um, so they try and predict and the wanna, future. What's up? They try and predict the future. Well, uh, yeah, they try and predict it or they try and shape it themselves because they're trying. They know that their community lives within their ecosystem. So their set of games are solely required on themselves. Right. And that's it. And if people want to come in, cool. If they don't, that's fine. Well, they'll do their thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's the, they understood the popularity of the DS, you know, internationally, especially in Japan and the, the success of the Wii everywhere as well. So why not try and combine the two? Problem is, is technology for having a portable screen was not cost efficient and required a lot of uh, energy, so batteries. Yeah. Um, as well as wireless capabilities and so forth and so forth. So the Wii U was a great console conceptually, but it took the Switch's time frame to become reality. So I don't think it had anything really to do with the executives, but much as a uh, time and place. Well, I disagree with you because I don't like executives, so I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> so... <sighs> I don't know. Nintendo does seem to have the most level-headed um, executives, executives that will say what they mean, mean what they say, and not surprise you uh, well, because, or, or disappoint you. Like I you. said, they, they do live in their own ecosystem, though. It, it's really easy to um, not have – easy to say and kind of do what you want when you have no competition. It's You're true. not competing or trying to fight for the public space when – you have no one to fight against. Yeah. No, it, that's a good point. I mean, like uh, uh, Sony and Microsoft are playing on the jungle gym while Nintendo is playing in the sand pit. That's how it's always been, at least for, well, since the 64, I guess. Um, so, yeah, uh, not having competition, not having someone breathing down your neck. Uh, and th they're not even they don't even care how good PCs get. Because they know that Mario will never come out on PC. They know that Smash Brothers will never come out on PC. So, and if it does, it'll be on their terms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, just and like Mario coming. Since the emulators are gone. Uh, emulators are getting smacked down so quick, like uh, uh, like whack-a-mole. Nintendo plays whack-a-mole every month with new emulators. Well, well that's why. It, it, it's their control over their ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. They play it safe. They keep it close to the chest and they make sure no one is behind them. But uh, no, I mean, when you're playing with the big boys, when you're playing with the rest of uh, uh, the world in competition uh, in this industry, especially this volatile industry, um, you get some bad apples. Yes. I mean, like anything. Like anything. Yeah. Bad apples spoil the bunch. Yeah, no, it doesn't. But It does. That's literally the saying. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> also, as someone who grew up on a on a on a farm and we grew apples and stuff, it's true. 
it it do be it spoiling the whole bunch do though. Be spoiling the whole bunch. But let's let's ignore the second half of the saying and focus only on the first half because okay. it agrees with what I'm saying. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So just like Nintendo. We're gonna apple pick what I wanna say. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. That's very clever. Very good pun. Thank very you. good oh. use of your uh words here. Anyway, um, Nintendo are all made up of bastards and they also deserve the death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Moving <laughs> your Oreos. <laughs> I just don't no. like executives. I'm sorry. Like, this whole, like, no competition, like, everything you guys just described is everything I hate about Nintendo. They constantly, it's not just that they're playing in their own ecosystem. They have literally built it to be their own ecosystem. They do not allow for competition because they do not allow for competition. They don't allow people to experiment with their products, they don't allow people to have freedom over their products. It is the exact reason I hate executives. It's bullshit. There's no free market of ideas with Nintendo. We must cease the means of production and redistribute them among the gamers. <laughs> anyway, no, but seriously, like Nintendo, they're the biggest bastards of the bunch, in my opinion. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised you say that, considering that your favorite company, Bungie, uh, who... They're also bastards, but yeah, go on. Okay. Um, your favorite company, Bungie, uh, yeah. stepped away from some of the worst executives in the gaming industry, yeah. Activision Blizzard, mm -hmm. uh, because they were being the worst executives in gaming history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remind us, what uh, what drove Bungie away from Activision and Blizzard? I mean, there's no, like... Exact. This is exactly what happened. Um, I wasn't there. I just I I mean, I have friends, but it's not like they knew either. Right. But a lot of it did have to do with the work or work culture that Activision like forces upon its employees, which you can see through the team uh, that works on Apex. Um, you can see it in the way that that game is produced, how it's maintained versus how games like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order are maintained and how games just get put out destiny was moving more and more to toward an ecosystem that just isn't sustainable in the long term because it's an ecosystem that is constantly changing going from blind box to you know some other bullshit microtransaction the next week having this model where you only release little chunks of content three times a year maximum and that's the only time the game really sees a huge overhaul it's just not a sustainable economy um, not for, for a live for service Destiny. game. Yeah. Well, not for live service games in general. It's true. It just doesn't work. Right, right. It, sadly, it is working for like Fortnite, Apex. Yeah, I mean. Um, even Minecraft now, which blows my fucking mind. But at the expense of worker health. Right, and right, right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I say work economy with regards to like the employees, the yeah. staff that work there. Sure. Um, Bungie is not a small company by any means. But they're certainly not like they're not a company that's ever particularly enjoyed overclocking employees. Um, again, I can't speak for firsthand experience. I can only speak from people that I've talked to yeah. within the company. So I will say they're bastards because all executives are bastards. But they're they're OK bastards. We'll save them for last. <laughs> they get a 10 second head start to run. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. If if you listeners out there are uh, wondering where my position really is, um, and maybe this is true for uh, most of the the rest of the podcast uh, NPCs around here, but um, no, uh, to me it's it's capitalism that's the problem. Executives are the plague. 
Um, and so it, you know, it's, it's, a it's a bad system to be in. Um, we shouldn't have to be in it, but because of capitalism, we are in it. Uh, it would be a fantastic world if every developer, uh, was able to, uh, create what they wanted to create without outside interference, but that just kind of doesn't happen ever. Um, even indie developers, uh, when they look to publishers, publishers, might have something to say about their games. Some games, uh, some developers, they're able to do what they want to do. Stardew Valley is a perfect example. It was seriously one dude uh, who made this amazing game, brought it to a uh, publisher, and they were like, yes, we're going to slap our name next to yours and put it on Steam, and it's going to explode and get so much fucking money uh, and uh, be an indie darling for years. Um, you get stories like that every now and then you're never going to get that in the, in the AAA market. Um, and even if you do, even if you happen to be an apex, uh, and a surprise launch to uh, massive acclaim, um, you will still have Papa EA looking over your shoulder and being like, okay, it's a really, really good and impressive game. Now make money or we're shutting it down. Uh, and that's just the... That is the devil or the deal that you make with the devil uh, to make many, many millions of dollars on your games. You know, what's even more unfortunate than that point you just made. Yes. Sometimes it's not even Papa EA. Sometimes it's just Papa Epic. Yeah, it's true. So we are going to cut the episode there. But uh, any last words from anybody? PC uh, gaming I mean, is uh, top tier. Agreed. Um, if anybody is ever that um, passionate about trying to, you know, say, uh, damn the industry, I'd say make games yourself. You know, Are you like, trying to say something, all... Daniel? Hmm. Trying to say something oh, no, no, to no, no, me, no. I'm just Daniel? saying for people in general. Oh, okay. No, that's And that, like, yeah, if, because <laughs> it's like, you know, we all have the ability to do this on some level. Not all of us are going to solo create, like, a, a Destiny or a Red Dead, but you know, you can create things and run a business your way. It's true. So, you know. I just need a small loan better. of $1 million. <laughs> or even better, just uh, simply work to be better. Like, yeah, make that union that we've all been talking about for years. Where it's like you help developers, you help the executives. Well, not necessarily help the executives, but make it so that the executives don't have to make such problems for the game developers itself. But yeah, Leonard, that's a great point. what if you turn into an executive? Well, then I would probably, well, first of all, I will never become an executive. You should just look at the color of my skin. Um, but secondly, uh, I would never become one because that's not my interest. No, I enjoy games and Ask. I would not want to try to enjoy it from a standard like oh is it going to make me money is this going to do this type of thing no yeah ask not what you can do for the games industry ask what the games industry can do for you and that's exactly why we have most of the problems we do today yeah because we're not asking that question yes but yes so 
that's where we're going to end the podcast. I hope everybody had a wonderful time listening to us uh, being back for the first time in like uh, fucking a month and a half. Um, <laughs> we have a handful of podcasts that we would love you to listen to. Uh, the NPC Adventures just started their new campaign. It is in D&D, so all of you D&D nerds can uh, uh, yell at me for not getting the rules right and m- me not caring about you yelling at me. because Also, I'll we're going weekly. Uh, we are not going weekly. Um, oh my God, uh, I might have to cut that because no, no, you already—it's on the podcast. No, it's it's law now. It's uh, legal. It's legal, <laughs> legally binding contract. There is also, of course, Midnight in the Bay comes out every single Monday. He's a funny man, Alex Woody. Uh, you can find him at Alex Woody Comedy Alex at Alex Woody Comedy on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, our our friends over at Dazed and Disturbed uh, just put out a new episode on sex work. Uh, it is very interesting. He interviews some sex workers, uh, and it is it is a fun episode. Uh, the next episode is all about uh, metal music, and uh, it's going to be good. Uh, I'm editing it right now. It's a lot of fun. So, at the, it, I am out of words to say, uh, clearly, because my mouth is not working anymore, and I will end it the same way I end it every episode, and that is these words coming soon. Until next game, everyone. Until next game. Silver Tongue Audio.